Welcome to Band in China, episode number seven. seven. Episode seven. Some Ooh. some people might say it's season two, episode seven. I don't know who those people are. Season two, episode seven. But those people might say that. Yes. I am Tony Sharkbites. Robin Lunar Fox. Jerry, uh, Requiem Machine, and Squash Club Tech, and I said it, season motherfucking two. Thought you weren't saying the second name anymore. Yeah, I thought you were just going by Requiem Machine. I think that's what you said last week. Yeah. I don't remember. Everyone can find your stuff under there, under Requiem Machine. That's true. Is it still true? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I mean... Because if it's not, then I'm going to call you out in the time machine for lying to us last week, which is bullshit. Yes. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> last week, I had some vitamins. And you haven't this week? Um, That's not the point here. Exactly. So you're going to forget again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fine. Moving along now. What? 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 Well. Uh, didn't do much last week. Why not? I had to work. Tired of working. Working. I love my job. Um, today I went and got my nails done with Brittany and I got Harry Potter colors. So I got Gryffindor colors. I got dark maroon and then I got this really cool gold color. It actually kind of looks like a rainbow in the light. I know. I know everyone wanted to know that. Like, what do they call that? Like iridescent or something like that? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, she got some blue and then some design. I don't know. She said it was simple for her, which I believe it because this is the bitch that likes tiger print and shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, on so one the- nail, she got like a little, like a half, it goes halfway across, not even halfway, like a quarter across her nail is one color and the other is the other. And then like every other nail is like a different color. So yeah, for her, that was really simple. Um, cause she does do like tiger prints and she does all kinds of crazy stuff. But this was crazy for me cause I usually just prefer a, one color on my whole hand. So you've done multiple colors a few times. I usually have. it's just one different finger and it is yeah. this time too. Yeah. It's just one different finger, but I don't usually do. I did one design once and I had them put like a lightning bolt on it and that was it for Harry Potter. But I just, I don't know. This is, this is as crazy as I like to get with the one finger, a different color. You should do the middle finger. That's what I said after she started doing the one finger. And I was like, you should have done the middle finger because then I could have just been like gold <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> God damn right. But it, she already started and I, it was fine. The The ring finger's nice. You're the customer. You stopped and bitch me like, hey, we're changing things. Is that English or was that appetizer <laughs> meal? <laughs> I could have said that, but she had already started putting it on and I didn't want her to have to take off the whole nail and redo it because we were their last clients of the night. And it was Mm. fine because the last time I did do something crazy and get a second color, it's with the same girl. I see the same girl every time Um, she put it on the ring finger. So I it was fine. She probably has people specifically asked to not do the middle finger. So it doesn't stand out. So she just does that by default. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, she was like, you're doing this sparkly gold. And I was like, I know, right? Because I usually just do dark, solid colors. So 
I kind of threw her off anyways doing that. And then the girl who does Brittany, she's over there like, okay, explain to me again. We're going to do one hand at a time. So like she's doing Brittany's nails one at a time. And the other girl's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're easy. She's like, I know when you come in what I have to do. She was like, literally me putting one color was throwing her off for the day, but it really was super easy for her to do. Where the other girl's like, hold on. How about this? What you're saying is your fingernails, you just... You got your fingernails done fancy, but in a way that one person can do it normally. Yeah. Brittany needs a whole goddamn fucking team. Oh, she does. She had like pictures on her phone. Are you she, serious? That she brought out and showed her. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> I. <laughs> and it real. It looked really nice. I really. It really did look really good on her. I. It was a more simpler design for her. And even Aaron said. I like that a lot better than what she was getting because she was getting yeah. some crazy stuff on there. And this is kind of toned down. So, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I just imagine Brittany getting her nails done and she's sitting there like, can I get like the colors of this one, the shape of this one and the line work of this one? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, she had. Multiple but I want it pictures. to look like that. <laughs> and then the thing is, what's funny is that she had sent me like pictures of what she wanted to do the week before. Yeah. And, um, it's not even what she went with. Of course not. This is what she was going to get. That's not even that. I mean, it's three different no. shades, but that's even a little yeah. bit muted for her. That was what she was going to get. And then. Um, I mean, it was like silver fucking glitter. But Yeah, it was. And then what she ended up getting was that. And you see how the one right there has like, the one has like a little triangle on it, Tony. So that's what she went with. I have to zoom in on her hand. Oh, just like the, the little line yeah. across it. So, I mean, she still had two different colors. One that was like a design. It was it was really tame for her. But she gets like fake nails put on where I have them cut my nails down. Mm. I I don't like long. But yeah, and then we went to Brewster's after we picked up Tony's new mic stand. Yeah, so you can probably actually hear me at the beginning of the show this week. This one is Robin approved. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am plosifying a little bit. I can hear in my eardrums, but I can probably do something with that in post. <laughs> but um, it's a low-profile mic stand, and it can pick me up while I'm slouching. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to miss half of what you're saying. We weren't in a fire flight in DMZ. No. I mean, but I don't know what you're going to say. You do the, in, in the, the <laughs> He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> I know. He was sliding his mic thing up and down. Sliding the mic. <laughs> yep. He needed a new one. I, I, only reason I could hear him is because we're in the same room next to each other. So With open back earphones. So yeah, I got to hang out with her today. We had fun. Did her shirt fit? It did. Even with them big old yes. bitties? Yes. It was a little snug up top, but she said she could probably stretch it out. But it fit her down below fine. I'm like, I'm supposed to be fatter than I thought. I know I'm fatter than I thought. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I thought I'm getting, I'm, I almost talked her into getting a smaller size, but she's like, no, I like it to be a little comfortable up top. So it stretches over these. And I'm like, that makes sense. So I got her her size. And then I was like, well, this is the size I'm getting. Cause that's what size I thought I was. But I mean, the shirts are made in China. I'm pretty sure, but. And we're banned in China. So we can say fuck China. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, I don't. Did I talk about? No, yeah, I did. We went to the Jeff Dunham concert or concert. 
show. Just don't sell our, our, our the U.S. debt to the mob. <laughs> and then um, we bought shirts and they just came in because they were specially made for Ohio. Nice. Yeah, they have like they have the Ohio Buckeyes State helmet on or something on it. And then apparently we have like a beer tour and there's like beer over here and some other stuff. It is Ohio. So it doesn't surprise me there's some kind of beer tour in Columbus. I, I think I think Columbus has a beer crawl. Yeah. Like it's like an all day or event where you just go bar to bar to bar and yes. literally just get shit faced downtown. Apparently they that's do. It's Columbus like the, the Columbus for. one's 24 hours. Yeah. Is it 24 hours? Yeah. I need to get in on this. Yeah, so it's a it's a Columbus thing. So they did um the Buckeyes, the helmet and the actual like what Buckeye plant. And then they did um beer and something else. It was a really cool shirt and it had all his characters on it. And so it came in and so I'm not gonna tell you what size I got or she got, but let's just say if you're ordering shirts and you think you can order a women's, just order up. Yeah. Well women's always run small anyway. I know. Which- which is stupid because you think manufacturers would want to make women's run large. Because what's what's better than a happier woman buying a size she thought was her size and they're being too big? Being like, oh my god, I must have lost weight. But no, why does it run small? Yeah. Like remember when we bought that woman's tank top that says like I love my nerd? Yeah. Oh and it yeah. Was like, tiny. It was. I think it was like a one or two X, and it was like a small. Like I couldn't yeah. even fit it over my head. It was horrible. Jesus. Yeah. That was years ago. Years ago. I still have it. Oh, I'm sure you do. We don't throw anything away. <laughs> I, I have clothes that I haven't fit in since before we were married. <laughs> I literally have a blue shirt in there that we wore in Vegas that I couldn't even fit over my penis. And my penis is small at this point in life. Why do you always bring up your penis? Why not? <laughs> don't you want to talk about my penis? <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, we had fun. Her shirt does fit. So I'm glad somebody she's going to be able to wear their shirt. Oh, Jesus Christ. My mom's going to fit. She's like 105 pounds at this point in her life. And she gets a like a four X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said it wasn't going to fit her because she's fatter than everybody. But she's not. I wish my mom could shop at Target. Yeah. And that's saying something because. No, you know, Target's expanded. Have they? Yeah, we were in there today. And OK, so first of all, why are there already swimsuits out? It's January. <laughs> it's January. Hey, for the people going to Florida for. That's what Brittany said. Spring break. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyways, we were in there and I was I saw some and they actually go up to four four X in their swimsuits. They had oh, granted they're two pieces and I always thought I could wear one, but I just can't. I know they're like nowadays it's like embrace your fatness, but I just I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just weird. Robin, why do you body shame yourself? I don't, but it's like, I don't know. I just don't just, feel just, comfortable in that. And I don't know why everyone's like, nowadays, it's all you can really buy. Like, you look at all the cute swimsuits and it's all like two pieces with your stomach out. I don't want my stomach out. I know I'm fat. I still want a cute swimsuit. Yeah. I, I fat shame myself, but then myself comes back and it's like, you like that fucking food, don't you, fat fucker? Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. But don't like, fat shame me, yourself. Tony found me some cute ones on Amazon. And they're two pieces, but they're, they're two pieces, but, but they, they cover. They cover. Yeah. But that's what I'm just saying. So anyways, I was looking and yeah, they do have, they, they, they did go up to a 4X. I mean, there, there, there's even, there's even non-fat women that prefer a one piece just because it's more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We bought Brittany one of those two pieces that covered. I think she even enjoyed it. She did. 
Yeah, she wore it to the birthday party. But yeah, no, so, yep, when we went to Target, because I'm going to start drinking a protein shake in the morning, because I've been waking up, like, really hungry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really want to, like, not eat as soon as I wake up, so I'm hoping that I got, um, I really like the Premier Protein back when I was thinking about going through weight loss surgery, and then I stopped because yeah. of all the issues you have with it. Um, my husband can attest to that. <laughs> so <laughs> I was drinking a lot of protein shakes, trying a bunch of different ones, and I really like the Premier Protein, but I went to Target tonight, and they had chocolate peanut butter. Ooh, so you know nice. I like to scoop that up. But then it's also on um, that time of month for me, so anyone who doesn't know what that is. Everyone knows what that is. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> Shark Week. I also bought a six pack of Reese eggs. So <laughs> hey, loud. Hey, there's protein and peanut butter. <laughs> <clears throat> and and hey, there is actual scientific data saying that chocolate can be healthy in moderation. Yeah, sure, Jerry. Thank you. <laughs> it, moderation. It, it, it I bought the does. six pack. I didn't buy a single one. I bought the six pack, Jerry. Hey, that's not a twelve pack. <laughs> Right, that's modern. I probably would have got it. You could have bought two. I could have. I only picked up one. Meanwhile, Robin's like, "God damn, he's fucking right." <laughs> <laughs> I could have made my own twelve. I could have. I could have made it a twenty-four. I, you know, Tony probably would have been wondering what the hell I was buying. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, I still can. <laughs> I probably could, but I. I love Reese's. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite, but their holiday yeah. ones are my absolute favorite because there's so much more peanut butter. Oh my god! Which is really weird for you because you love chocolate. I know you love peanut butter too, but you think you'd want a, an equal chocolate to peanut butter mix no. with how much I, you love chocolate? I'll tell you one thing: that goddamn rabbit. So she loves the trees. And the no, ghosts. that goddamn Christmas rabbit I bought. Oh yeah, he bought that rabbit. He ate the whole thing. It was like, it was like. <laughs> like eight inches tall and right. so there was a lot of goddamn peanut butter in that fucking thing I, I, you know i said she loves the trees and the, the halloween ones but they're all the same they are they're all like it's a all really chocolate and peanut butter of, it's all a really thin, a thin layer of chocolate and then a bunch of peanut butter for any of the holiday reasons yeah but the shape one, hits different one egg i'm still gonna eat all these i don't give a shit is 170 calories 10 grams of fat 18 carbs and 16 grams of sugar. It's but fucking candy, Robin. There's four grams of protein. Oh, yeah. It's candy <laughs> with a little bit of healthy in the middle. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a Tootsie Pop, only the healthy part is the centerpiece. Right. <laughs> no. Are you saying the outside of a Tootsie Pop is healthy? I, I, I might have just said that and I, I, uh, did not actually agree with that but i might have accidentally said that yes yeah so sweet i'm just eating outside of tootsie pops uh. <laughs> does that make the blow pops even better because the inside's just gum just yeah the man outside of the blow pop you oh yeah see the inside let's say a blow pop is self-fucking cleaning <laughs> you eat through the fucking blow pop and you get to the gum and the gum cleans your mouth Hell yeah, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. They knew what they were doing when they made that shit. Oh, could you imagine if like Orbits made a blow pop with like oh, like a fruity God. thing and then mint in the middle? That would oh be Oh my horrible. god. Oh no, it depends on the fruit flavor. 
Oh my god. Wait, what oh my god. Mint. It's fruit. Uh, there's there's things that go well with mint. Yeah, chocolate. Oh god, Robin a chocolate. Even like that. A chocolate like fucking blow pop with fucking mint gum in the no, center. I would not eat that. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? You know what I want. I. You, you remember the uh, striped gum? Yeah, that last two seconds. Yeah. The, yeah. The fruit stripe with that stupid put in, or a zebra. zebra. Yeah, put an entire pack of that inside a fucking blow pop. An entire pack. Well, you got well, to if you want to. You want flavor. Well, so who who wins or I guess loses on shitty gum, fruit stripe or juicy fruit? Both of them last like two seconds and chew. I would rather have juicy fruit than fruit stripe. I would rather have fruit stripe myself because all you got to do, you pop in another one and the whole fucking thing starts over again. But juicy juicy fruit, fruit too. But juicy fruit, I I, I don't know. Like juicy fruit just chews different for me. Like I I, I don't mind it. Are we getting into chewing mechanics, Jerry? Yeah, Jerry. Yes, I am. I totally am. What? <laughs> I'm done with that. That conversation was so fucking stupid. Juicy fruit chews different for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to walk down that road anymore. I don't like it. <laughs> Episode podcast name: Juicy fruit chews different for me. <laughs> Well, anyways, they both taste delicious, but they both suck at the same time. They do. Yeah, you know, uh, Dollar General has fucking fruit stripe gummies. No. I, I bought a pack of them last time I ordered from them on DoorDash. They're good. But just like the fucking gum, the flavor goes away quick. It really don't, does. Don't ever go to the Dollar General. Oh, no, I never go there. But I'll send a dasher there, no yeah, problem. Yeah, you don't want to get fucking macheted. Like yeah. macheted in <laughs> yeah. northern Ohio. Breaking story. Man kills cashier at a Dollar General with a machete. Then he sits in the parking lot until the police come. Only in Ohio. Yep. Crazies. Well, they don't know why he did it. He never said. So my question is, and I didn't really research this at all, so I don't know if any of you guys did. Did he just go in with the machete and kill the cashier? Or did he shop around with the machete in his pants and was like, you know what, fuck this, it was a dollar fifteen, not a dollar, and then killed the fucking cashier? You know, I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Cause okay, New Year's Day. Oh hell. A man in Ohio was arrested on New Year's Day and is accused of using a machete to murder a female dollar tree. Was it was it like a relationship thing? Although I get, you said that he never said why. Like that's just a weird fucking thing to be just like wake up one day and be like, you know what I'm gonna do today? I'm gonna kill a Dollar Tree fucking female cashier with a machete. Unless I mean, there had to be some sort of reason, right? Even if he won't say, like inside <laughs> his fucked mind. They don't know. So apparently, he walked into the store at 4:25 p.m. and he was wielding a machete. And he said when officers arrived, they found the employee murdered and the suspect fled the scene then. So he they walked said in them, just wielding the yeah. machete? An investigation into the murder is ongoing within police indicating to release the identities of the suspect and victim at a later time, blah, blah, blah. It is yet to be confirmed if the two knew each other. Let's see if there's any. You don't. 
it almost has. They would almost that guy would have to have known her, and it was something that happened outside. Because why would you just roll into a Dollar Tree and machete someone? Why would you just be rolling around with a machete? Period. They still don't know. She was just new. She was 22 <laughs> years old. The girl. She was just recently married to her husband Jordan, who was not the suspect. The man in custody is a 27 year old. They said, um, according to police, he entered the store with a machete, approached the suspect, and struck her numerous times with the machete. Had to be like an ex or something that was jealous Detectives of the Detectives are still looking into whether there was a remote relationship between the victim and suspect. You know, I'm not a general fan of torture, but at that point, you just need to waterboard that motherfucker and find out what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just can't be like, you don't want to say anything okay you need to actually figure out like is this guy i mean obviously he's psychotic but is he like i'm gonna kill random people psychotic or is he like my love of my life that um broke up with me got married and i'm just gonna fucking stab her with a machete did you stab with a machete i mean you can I mean, the fucker's sharp. He can do whatever they want with it, but it's mostly a hacking thing. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you can stab if you want, because it does have a fucking sharp edge and kind of a point, but... That's just crazy. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm not going to the Dollar General. Apparently, it's a dangerous place, and they're on every corner, so... I mean, <clears throat> according to that story, not really a dangerous place. Just don't, <laughs> just don't piss off an ex, and they won't come in there with a machete and randomly stab you. I don't plan on it. Plus, I don't work at the Dollar General. Uh, well, that doesn't mean they couldn't follow you to the John Dollar General. True. Just because you don't work there doesn't mean they could follow you and then just walk in and hack you down while you're. I mean, honestly, my opinion is it seems like uh, all the targeting is towards employees of the Dollar General and not the customers. So I think the customer may be safe. Same. I mean, they might see some shit that's not. That people shouldn't be seeing. But, but it is sad that she did lose her life. That is very Fuck sad. Yeah, that is really sad. Um, I, well, of course, we're not making... We're, and I guess we are kind of making light of it, but... We're making light... But we're informing... To, we're informing yes. that people are fucked up, and yes. an innocent 20... What did you say? 22, 23-year-old woman lost her life that just got yeah. married. Some guys in ass jackal. I guess we're also making light of the fact that it happens in Ohio. Yeah. The only thing worse than Ohio is Florida, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Florida I mean, and then Ohio. How many states can you say <laughs> the worst? There was a Florida, fucking incident where police were called to the scene of someone eating someone else's face. Florida. I wouldn't be Lord. surprised if it wasn't Ohio, though. I mean, Ohio literally shot that black kid for having a Nerf gun. That's different. That's just fucking institutional racism in our fucking local government. I mean, That's, how do you know the institutional racism wasn't someone eating a face? Yeah. Sure. How do you know it wasn't a white because guy on it was, fucking opioids the, uh, and eating faces? Of because it was people. a white guy that shot a black kid. No, I know I meant the, the Florida. Florida. Oh, oh, because it actually... <laughs> God talking damn. about Florida now. Because you know it literally said Florida man... Faces? Today, ate neighbor's face. Yeah, but how do you know that he wasn't a white guy eating a black guy's face? Yeah. 
because it, the article said they were both white. Oh. No. Well, if we're speaking about racism in Ohio, um, wasn't that long ago that uh, someone in Cincinnati literally shot their neighbor because they're a Democrat? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me. No. no. Shot and killed their neighbor because he was a Democrat. Yes. Like Republicans, the um, <laughs> the the politicians of God in the Christian Bible and all that shit, just literally just shooting people for just disagreeing with them. <laughs> Speaking of fucking Republicans, oh. can we talk about Kevin McCarthy real quick? No, we cannot. <laughs> he got elected today, and that's all anybody <laughs> no doesn't no. care about. That the this dude, not oh, the he? first try. Not the second try. Well, not the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth try. Fifteen tries. It took him fifteen attempts to actually get voted in as Speaker of the House. Gary, did you read what the actual thing was he said that pushed him over the edge? <laughs> I don't really care. Um he <laughs> agreed to ahead, cut funding. Us. He agreed to cut funding for Ukraine. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 conceded to fucking all kinds of shit. Like he's, yeah, he conceded he's to all powerless. Those, he conceded to all those fucking batshit Trumpers. Yeah. Yep. Um. And the thing that was finally the thing that made them those few vote for him was he'll concede to the Ukraine thing. Yep. Because apparently they're all fucking Russia mobsters. What what the fuck is Putin gonna do for them? He's got like ass cancer or something. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yep. He is literally just a fucking puppet. I mean, technically, all of our politicians should be puppets. But in a good way, puppeting yeah. what the people want. <laughs> not yeah, we should be the ones controlling the strings, not the <laughs> yeah. fucking the point zero one percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wish all our politicians were although I I don't remember the names, but there was some badass fucking uh, representatives that have come to the front. Like the one, uh, the one lady that was literally sitting there through the entire fucking McCarthy thing, reading a book that says the art of not giving a shit in Congress, just sitting there reading it because the Democrats, they didn't want to leave because that would have meant yeah, so, less opposition. So if you're, not from the United States, the way this whole bullshit works. We have basically two parties. There's more, but they never get voted in because no one supports them, like, monetarily. Yeah. yeah. So, Democrats and Republicans. Well, the way, so, Republicans own the majority of the House of Representatives. And to be Speaker of the House is usually the majority leader. But if inside your own party you don't agree, then you have what just happened here, where there's an infighting and they look stupid. Well, to get voted in, you need a majority of votes plus some. So, like, you don't even just need the most votes. You just, you need an absolute majority. So the Democrats had to show up because if they didn't, then he would have had the majority because all the Democrats didn't vote for him. So there's what, like, there's five 
300, 300 House of Representatives? I, fuck, I, I don't even know. But anyway, so if they didn't show up and they didn't vote, then he would have had the majority because their yep. votes against him counted as votes. And they needed the majority of all votes, not just <clears throat> yep. the majority of the win. Yep. So and it's, that's that's why they had to keep showing up during the shit show. Yeah, because it's you have to be present to be considered yeah, a vote. You had actually, Jerry. <laughs> you have to be present and vote. If you if you're present and do not vote, you don't count. You have to actually cast yes. a vote. You know what I meant. Actually, you meant. <laughs> well, shut I'm, up. I'm the best kind of correct, which is technically correct. You motherfucker. <clears throat> semantics but yeah so that's what's like there's no remote here. voting and they literally yeah. actually have he's to even speak. cutting medicaid and medicare oh yeah, yeah he's he's fucked he's he, <laughs> he gave in on anything he that conceded helps 15 times to get it yeah every single time he lost he conceded a point to these trumper fucking extreme right wingers like um but what the fuck is her name marjorie Taylor Cunt and Devil Woman. Um, Lauren, I'm my husband is a pedophile. Over sexually assaulted people. Yeah. In Colorado. And then um uh, Matt Gates from Florida that <laughs> literally um raped little boys. He probably ate someone's face too. Yeah. Fucking they're all they're all trash. Gee. All right. Well that's a yeah. stupid. Yeah, and There's just so much stupid stuff going on. And that's politics. <laughs> so oh, that's, stupid. I would say that's politics in America, but apparently the UK is not doing too much better than we are right now. <laughs> True. Crazy. It's pretty sad that the fucking Middle East has a better democracy than we do right now. I. That's just crazy. Hell, there's countries where they literally kill their leader and have better politicians that we have right now like you, you're not happy what's going on i'll just i guess i'll just kill you and then get somebody new going he knew oh man that's just crazy <laughs> in other news uh well darth mcconnell he's finally severed all ties to trump and publicly uh disavowed disowned trump i mean every normal republican should have done that when two years ago oh yeah i mean Ted Cruz is the biggest pussy in the fucking world. <laughs> Donald Trump literally called his wife ugly, and Ted Cruz was just like, yeah, go Donald Trump. Yay, Trump. Oh, my God. Speaking of Trump, uh, shit. The Art of the Steel. Not his book, but there's a, uh, a, uh, a parody movie called The Art of the Steel that is uh, it's a parody of Donald Trump's book and his life. And it is so fucking hilarious. And it stars Johnny Depp as Trump. He actually does a really good Trump. I have a lot of questions. First of all, why would Johnny Depp do this? Yes. <laughs> I, and ironically, I didn't know about it until I watched a Graham Norton interview with, uh, with Johnny Depp. And one of Johnny Depp's producer friends asked him if he wanted to do it. And he's like, I don't think I can, but I'd like to try. So he did. And he has a spot on Trump impression. He even did he even uh did prosthetics to make him look fatter. And he <laughs> had a perfect Trump wig. He but probably he, just 
went to Trump's actual wig maker and just got a replica. I mean, Trump's <laughs> probably got like 500 wigs just lined up. <laughs> True. But yeah, like he did it just because it was a, uh, he thought the script was funny and it was like hardcore making fun of Trump. And he liked it. But yeah, I watched it and it's like, what the fuck? This is hilarious. <clears throat> so in other news, Dungeons and Dragons oh, is no. having a shitty time right now. Um, do we want to talk about gaming first? Yeah, we can. All right, Just cut so, that out. No, I mean no. I'm gonna I leave everything in unless it's something that we don't want public. Um like last week's um hothead burrito order. There was a hothead burrito order last week? Yeah, you don't remember? Of course you don't. You were on vitamins. Dude, I don't remember what we did last night. Um, I can tell you what we did last night, Jerry. We um played DMZ like we do <laughs> all the time now. <clears throat> and I love it. We literally shit on multiple oh, yeah. teams. Oh, God, yes. We I cleared out a whole team of three on my own. And then killed like, another guy just for because you could. Uh, yes. And I, I had so, a. I think you? I think we're actually getting pretty decent at this game because I feel like in player engagements we win more than we lose now. And yeah. we were hunted twice. We were three hunted times. three games in a row. Three games in a row. Yep. One we bunkered down the last one and got yeah. them. Yep. And then the one before that we don't even I don't think they were the ones hunting us we just came across the three teams. Well, and yep. the only reason we bunkered down on the the last one was because as soon as it said we were hunted, it said nearby. Us a message the operators were in, our, were in our area. Yeah, like normally you're just chilling, and then like later on, like with like ten seconds ago, it's like operators in your area. But that one, it was like immediate. So we're like, okay, we're gonna fucking last stand this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like we're we're winning a lot more fights now than we're losing. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Honestly, I probably die to AI more than I die to players now. Oh God, yes. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Man, I had I had that fucking real John Rambo moment too. We're we're in the city and I was fucking sniping the shit out of those motherfuckers. Is this before or after you broke your legs? Yeah. That was here. that was that was previous to breaking my legs. <laughs> My fucking Rambo moment ended when I broke my own goddamn legs jumping off a building. Mm-hmm. And we should have had that one, Jerry. You should have revived us and taken them down. Well, see, the thing is, like, because I'm over there and I'm like sniping. It's like, oh, got that motherfucker. The other one's down there. And then I popped him in the head and I saw his armor crack as he was trying to, to loot one of you guys down there on the ground. And then it's like, all right, he ran over there. And it's like, I'm going to parachute onto that building. I can get out my fucking Fennec and pop down and just fucking Fennec his fucking face. And then what happened? Never got down to popping down and Fennecing <laughs> in the fucking face because I fucking cut my chute too early and broke my legs and died. Yep. At least they didn't do it. Yeah, I wonder if they ever found your body. Like, were they like, I wonder if he just ran away, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Man, where did he go? <laughs> But no, last night was um, my Robin's night we talked about last week. Yeah. Where I'm like, 
I was shooting somebody. I'm like, that's a player. He's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a player. He's dead. And I'm like, that's a player. He's dead. And then Robin and Jerry are like, well, at least we had your back, yo. <laughs> I was just, I was just sitting on top of a building down the road, <laughs> and and you and my my uh, sniper scope just watching eating popcorn. Well, you were you were going to get a car. Was I? No, Tony was. Oh no, I was going to get the Intel. Oh yeah, he was getting the that the, Intel computer was in there. We took that yeah. Intel mission, and you guys were at that one building where the car was. No, you went to, you went to get you went to grab the contract. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was the car because no. we were. It was one of the times you went to go grab a car, and you said, "I think that's a player." By the time me and Jerry got to you, you had already downed it. Yep. It might have been a single. Yep. All I remember no, is I'm was, like, "That was the other one. That was the one near the marsh." Yeah. Yeah. That was the that was the one where the guy was sniping me when I was fighting mm-hmm. AI, and then I shit on him. Yeah. Yeah. There was one, one guy. Ta- one I'm talking about when I killed the three. Oh. We went at that building in the north with the lockers, and there's yes. like three guys that always had like two plates and mediums, and there's yeah. always a car there. And then I went west to grab either the contract yeah. mission itself or the intel in the yeah. laptop. And there were three players there, and I killed yeah. them all while you I guys were. I was talking were... about the one where he was the one guy, and he was you had went off to get the car, and me and Jerry were trying to book our asses over there because we thought it was more than one, and you ended up shitting on him. Yeah. Did we talk about when we shit on the kid with the weapons case? We did not. We did not. Cause that was uh, that was after the podcast last week. Well, that was after the podcast last week. <coughs> yep. Wait. We're just we're we're just literally doing our thing, and a weapons case is rolling up on us, and I'm like, I think that's a player. Yeah. And I shot him, and then Robin's Ooh. shooting him, and then I go around the back to flank. Wait, I think I'm getting instances mixed up. I think this was last night. Yeah, we had a lot of you had a lot. No, no. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the weapons case last weekend, we, last Saturday, I was uh, I was actually on top of a building, um, pinning them down, like and looking in that direction, and we made the decision: Hey, you just want to fucking shit on these kids and get this case since it's right there, and we're right near an exfil. So like, fuck yeah! So I, you started going around the their the the left. Yeah, and I'm, Robin I'm, went around the right, and I was on a building, like, got in the scopes. Every time they tried to leave the building, I'd start popping, like, the area that they were coming out of, so they'd go back in the building, which basically trapped them in there for you guys to just go down and hose them down. Yeah, um, last night's was the, was the hunt. The, the three stack. and yeah, then the hunt that wasn't the people that were actually hunting us. Yep. Because Robin down one. You popped in the door and down one, and then I came in behind you and down the third. Down, down the third one. But um, I guess we're getting good at it. Yep. Yep. I think I think part of it is we're starting to learn the whole map a little better, so got better perception. I mean, that's um, all, pretty much all I played this week. Yeah. Same. Same here. I I, I don't think I've I've even opened another game in the past oh, week or two no except for I, have, Warfare. I have played tarkov oh, and i've eh. gotten shit on every single time i played it <laughs> i'm trying yeah. to get so i'm not very good at tarkov and i don't know the maps that well like i'm not i mean i'm okay like if you give me decent gear i can fend for myself but i'm going in 
quote unquote naked because I'm trying to get the fucking Jaeger letter and extract with it so I can unlock the goddamn Jaeger contact crater. Oh, and that. every single time I go in, I get the letter and some fucking asshole like kills me. I, I mean, I shouldn't say asshole. The whole point of the game is to kill anybody you see. But like, really, you see I'm naked. I'm not wearing a helmet. I don't have anything. Just fucking let me go. And then I'm like level two because I, I always wait. So there was like a fresh wipe like two weeks ago. I always wait like a week or two to actually play Tarkov after a wipe because I don't, I've seen Lupo die like eight, ten raids in a row trying to get this fucking Jaeger letter when everyone's going after it once and everyone's murder monkeying around. So I always wait to start because everyone's progressed past where I'm at. They're on different maps. They're doing their own thing. Um, but yeah, so fuck, fuck Tarkov. I'm going to say when we were playing, um, last night, I really enjoyed the fast mode. The what? The quick play. Oh yeah. The, the, the multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was something different at the end there. Yeah. Yeah different maps uh like i'm i'm weird about the multiplayer myself like i'm always uh hesitant to go into multiplayer but once i do i have fun it's weird like i don't want to play it but when i do play it i enjoy it well we came across two cheaters oh fuck yeah two yeah. cheaters and a bad name and we reported them. Reported both of the fuckers. Was and then like cum dumpster or something like that. It Doofy? was King Cum. Or, oh, was it? Yeah, King Cum. Because we it was uh, King Cum. He, he was no, on that's, team. That's the name that I reported. Oh, yeah, the, I was talking the, about the name. I don't care about the cheaters. The cheaters were oh. like, yeah, I don't remember the name. It was like Doofy and fucking yeah, something else. But They were both on the same clan, wasn't though. Wasn't the other one Dick something? Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah, because I was Dick like Slayer. Yeah, Dick, Dick Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> no, but that's what I was talking about. And Tony and, and I had a little debate about yeah. what if his name is actually Dick? It's like I don't, I don't care. It's so offensive, but his name is Dick, though. Yeah, no, but yeah, that was. <laughs> what if his name is Dick Jerry? <laughs> and we concluded, I don't give a fuck about anyone else. But... If Tony named his, his renamed himself Dick Slayer, I wouldn't report him because he's my boy. But but anyone else does it, report instantly. <laughs> yeah. So yes, was... I have double standards between my friends and every other fucking person on the planet. I didn't like the bomb one where you had to set the bomb. Yeah. That wasn't any fun, so we got rid of that one. But I did like the one where you had to like collect the tags. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kill confirm. Um. And then that one where we were in like the shipping department, man, that was fast pace. Shipment. Yeah. And I don't, we were just killing everybody. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. You literally just run around and murder. It, it was fun, but yeah, it was, it was definitely different. And then, yeah, I just enjoyed that. It was nice after we had gotten shit on like three or four times in DMZ just to switch modes. Yeah, I agree. But So you didn't have anything else for games, Jerry? No, I, I haven't touched any other game. Same. Now, show-wise, I have watched some things. Nice. I've um, watched some shit right as in. well. I, um, 
I can't think of it all of a sudden. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Robin. So I did watch The Recruit. That is on Netflix. Which one is that? Um, It's the one. It has, like, Noah Sorrento in it. Um, I don't know. It's really good. What's it about? So it's about a lawyer who works at the CIA and how he gets mixed up in this big thing and he's just running around getting into stuff he shouldn't. It's, it's action-packed. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was good. Um, it does leave you on a cliffhanger, so I am expecting a season two. It's, I think it's like 10 episodes. They're about 50 minutes each. Oh, it's a show. I thought it was a movie. Okay. Oh, it's a show. Right. So, like, you can start watching it and then stop if you need to. So, it's not like you got to watch it all in one. Nice. Um, so, Dig I really it. liked it. I noticed, I can't, I don't know if this is correct, Sorrento or whatever. He was in a lot of the movie books that they made that I liked. Um, he played in a lot of those, like, to all the boys I loved and stuff like that. So, um, I really like him. And then, where is the other show I watched? The Bureau of Magical Things. Yeah. Okay, so there was a season one, and I watched it, and I really liked it. And yep. even though it's, like, teenish, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of got, like, a like a young adult feel to it. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. But I did enjoy it, so I watched the second one, and I did like the second one as well. Um, if they have another one, I will watch that as well. Yeah, yeah, um, I saw the first one, too. Yeah, it was... It was good. I, I As soon as it came out, I was like, I have to watch the second one. Um, So it's just about, you know, like kids in high school and there there's two are like elves, two are fairies. And one, she's what is called a triling. Um, so she's like a little bit of everything. So it's just pretty much about them going through like magical stuff. The episodes are like 25, 30 minutes and there's not that many. So it went really quick, but I enjoyed it because I just like that kind of cheesy stuff. And then lastly, I watched um, The Glass Onion, mm. A Knives um, Out. I've heard history. a shit ton about The Glass Onion I, lately. I liked it. It was good. I liked it, too. I liked it. I even, like, uh, my boss and I were waiting for some other people in a meeting, and it's like, hey, you have Netflix? He's like, yep. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Glass Onion? He's like, yeah, I love that movie. I, I really enjoyed it. It was and, good. Um, like, so... The, like I had never watched, I, I I had no intention of watching that movie until you said that you'd watched it and liked it, and then okay, I put it in welcome. my list. Well, <laughs> I, well, I didn't watch it because I never watched Knives Out. It's technically a sequel to Knives Out. Oh, I never watched Knives Out either. Yeah, but like looking into it, it's a sequel, but the only connection between the two is the detective. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like it's like. The the guy that created it is doing it's like a movie franchise, but each movie is its own self-contained story of him solving a mystery. Oh, okay. So I thought that was cool. So it's like they're not yeah. like actual sequels, but they're all like on a timeline. I I liked it. I it did was, too. It threw me for a loop at the end, and I really like that. Um yeah. but yeah. It, it was actually pretty good, and there was some funny parts in it. And um, Dave Bautista. Oh yeah, <laughs> cracks me up. Mm, and uh, I had a, bought a really good 
actors and actresses in it. Oh yeah, it was good seeing. Uh, yeah. Um, what's his name? Shit. Oh my God! What Edward Norton? It was good seeing him oh. in something again. Yeah. So he's, he's one of my favorite actors. It was really good. I enjoyed. Yeah. It. And Daniel Craig, that dude has some fucking. He's a good actor. Yeah, Daniel Craig is. Like, yeah. His detective character in that is like so unlike any other character he's ever played. It's it's really good. And uh what uh what's what's her name? Oh god. She was uh Harkness and uh WandaVision. She was in it. Oh yes. Yeah, I fucking love her. Yeah, same. She needs to be in more shit. She she does. And uh yeah, it it was yeah, I agree. It was really good. Yeah, speaking of um Dave Bautista, um he said he is glad to be done with Drax. Not because he didn't like the character, but mostly because he doesn't just want to be known as Drax. Yeah, yeah. He wants he wants to branch out and have different roles and he doesn't just want to be that you know, guy, that yeah. guy, Drax. It's like, and and like he's actually a really good actor too. Yeah, Dave Bautista, oh, yeah. and it's like, and most people don't realize it because because he's a big fucking monster of a dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's a WWE wrestler turned actor. Yeah, and he's covered in fucking tattoos. Like, if you didn't know who he was, he'd probably be a very intimidating motherfucker, kind of like uh, Danny Trejo. I'm sure yeah. people that know him are tem- intimidated by him, too, even though from all accounts I've ever heard, he's one of the most down-to-earth, nicest people alive. Yeah, all I know is Bautista is a fucking badass. Fuck yeah, he is. Because um, his, his, um, his mom is a lesbian, and oh, he yeah? is, like, hardcore... LGBTQ yes. rights. Nice. Like he, nice. He's been pictured many times wearing like rainbow or shirts with rainbows on them. It's like be who you are. Yeah. I, I, I can I can definitely see that from him. I mean, not I, saying he's that way only because his mom's a lesbian, but, but I no, guess I, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's fighting out against the stereotype because yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely seems like the kind of person that would actually support people because he believes in supporting people. Yeah, just support people who they are. Yep. I don't yep. care if you study the Bible, the whatever the other religions read. Yep. <laughs> the Koran, the uh, fucking you can't, all, uh, all of those Book things. of Shadows. Uh, what other books are there? The Grand Grimoire. Yeah. The Necronomicon, it doesn't matter. Just, <laughs> just don't shove your philosophy down my throat, and I don't give a shit what you are. Yeah. One of my best friends and the best man in my wedding is a hardcore Christian. He's literally a pastor. I don't believe in God at all, but we get along because the motherfucker don't shove it down my throat. No. Now, if you ask him a question, he'll answer in his honest opinion. That's what he yeah. says. That's how it should be. But yeah. No, he's... He's a really good guy. But yeah. But anyways, so 
those are what I watched. I actually watched a lot of TV this week. I don't know why. Just because I've been in here enjoying my new chair. Yeah, I just nice. after work, I just been laying in there and I got on Netflix and. Boom. Yeah, and because we've been eating in here more. So we eat in here and then I go into I don't want to move for a little <laughs> bit mode. And then you go in there and watch shows. Yeah, so watched a lot of shows. I I enjoyed everything I watched, and um, so I'm really looking forward to. I heard they renewed um Wednesday. Um, oh no oh, doubt. What is her name? What's what's the big lady's name? It Gwen Gwen Gwendolyn. Uh, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Yeah, Gwendolyn something. I love her. By the way, I love that she's a tall woman in the industry, and it's not. It's just crushing it. Um, she confirmed that there's going to be a second Wednesday. So that means I think there's a plot twist. There's no oh. way she's dead. Yeah, I'm following her on Instagram. And she said season two coming soon. Is that the tall lady from yes. Ted Lasso? Yeah. Gwendolyn no, Christie. No. Is she in Ted Lasso? No, she's, she's not. In... Oh, that's all I was asking if she was the, because the Ted no, Lasso lady's a tall. Nope. This is the no, one. No, in, this um, is Game the one from Game of Thrones. The Lady oh. Knight. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brian Bri- Earth. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And she was also in the Sandman. Yeah. She great, was Satan in Sandman. Great role in that. Yeah. She's she plays Lucifer. She <laughs> does such a good job in every role I've seen her in. That just she's, makes me mad that I haven't watched more of her stuff sooner. Well, she doesn't have that much as much stuff as I you don't think. know why. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure wasn't Game of Thrones like her first major thing. Like she's been I in other things. Know. I, I absolutely love her. But anyways, um, so she did on Instagram confirm there will be a season two of Wednesday, which obviously everyone knew that was coming because there's people on the Internet who are like, they're canceling it. No, they're not. Um, and then I'm hoping there is. All right. Another... Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So she was an extra in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. She was an extra in Zero Theorem. Then she did Game of Thrones. And in 2012, that was her first major role. And then she was in, oh shit, she was Captain Phasma in Star Wars: The Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah. I mean, not like you would know. Well, you didn't but see yeah, her face. yeah, she got that because of Game of Thrones, apparently. Christie. Yeah. Oh, she has another show coming out called Severance. She's 44. She looks fantastic. What are you trying to say? I'm 42. She looks fantastic. You trying to say I look like shit? <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it, you'd be right in saying that, but. No, I just would have no, never. Yeah. I would have thought she was like my age, like late 30s. Imagine being able to refer to yourself as your age is late 30s. <laughs> What are you saying, love? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what are you saying? All right, so this this show Severance. She was in the like, Hunger Games. She, yeah, yeah. Apparently, she joined the cast for the show Severance for season two, so she might not be in Wednesday two, or she, she might she might just be like in flashbacks or something like that. Oh, okay. But yeah, apparently she took a, a role on Severance season two. I don't know what it's on or what it's about, but. No. 
I mean, they might have just ordered season two, so there's like nothing even in pre yeah pre-production or anything. But <laughs> it it was it was it was renewed back in April. Wednesday. Oh no, I'm talking about this Severance show. Oh no, uh, Wednesday season two. They, yeah, they. I mean, aside from that, I don't think there's been any actual official. I was gonna say Wednesday is probably not even. No, they just finished far that. enough along to yeah. add anything. Yeah, but I mean, uh, without a doubt, they're gonna do a season two of that. Yeah, it says right here. Is it? I mean, that show became a cultural phenomenon. It's still in the top 10. It is. Oh, yeah. It's, it's probably going to stay there. Still haven't watched it. Missing out. I already know what happened. It's, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Yeah. <laughs> well, my journey is I already know the destination. <laughs> the destination is not important. So, um, this is going to be a new segment, apparently. This week, and Robin bitches about Amazon. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, um, I'll let, <laughs> I'll do this real quick, Jerry, and then I'll let you talk about your shows. <clears throat> so, the other day, Amazon dropped off our stuff and took a picture, and once again, they have put it in our mailbox. So I don't know if anybody knows this, but it is illegal to put something in someone's mailbox if you are not the United States Postal Service. Yeah, so yep. these were Amazon delivery people. So not this was an Amazon delivery guy. He crammed my mailbox full. Now, if my mail person would have came and seen how crammed that mailbox was, they wouldn't have put anything in it. So I have to go out, get the stuff out of the mailbox, bring it in, and I am on chat with Amazon. I am angry. This is now the second time they have done this. And I'm like, listen here, you cannot do this. Why do they keep... I even went in Amazon, and it has a special section where you can update your delivery instructions. And on it, it says, deliver to the front porch. To the front porch. This person was so lazy, they just crammed everything in our mailbox and then took a photo of it. <laughs> yeah, so we have legal proof that they broke a federal law yep. of mail tampering. Yep. So I'm down there bitching and they're like, well, we sent it to the right people. And I'm like, you don't understand. You are now messing. Like, I just made some shit up because this really didn't happen. I was like, so now my mail's not going to get delivered because I'm not home to take that out of the mailbox. So they're just going, I'm just going on. I am so angry, this poor chat person. And I'm like, so your people are too lazy to walk it up. And they're like, we're passing this on. I might have got the person fired. I was that angry. Hey, so anyways, at the uh, end. They broke a federal law. They should be the fired. End, they the broke end, a federal law on the and job and photographed their photographed own evidence. Photographed it. Well, and the thing is, it's not like. It was a small package, like Robin said. It was stuffed. It was it was the three fucking Jeff Dunham T-shirts and a pair and, of slippers. And oh my god! Bag. It was two bags shoved. It. It was stuck in out. That they couldn't even close the front of the mailbox. Yeah, that's how bad it was. And they crunched the other mail that was in there for when we were too lazy to get it from the previous day. Hey, which you don't shouldn't need have to been a big that. deal because it was a small stack of 
bills or letters. Tony, let's let's get this straight. Your story is they crunched the legitimate mail that was supposed to be in there. Yes, yes they did. So, anyways, I'm just going on and on, and the person just keeps saying, I just passed it on to who I can. And I was like, what's the point of me having these special instructions if they're not followed? I mean, I'm going on and on. Oh, Finally, at the end, they go, well, we can um, give you a $10 credit as compensation. And I'm like, that's fine, whatever. I'm like, at this point, I'm angry. I have to get off. I have a call with my counselor coming up. So I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. But I decide the next time it happens, I'm going to get a hold of Amazon and let them know that I'm going to be pressing charges. Oh, for yeah, um, for no, sure. Just literally contact the postmaster general and send them a screenshot of the picture. In yeah. And if they do it, I will. If they do it, I have a video of the person. Like I have it from my front door where I see the van and and the little guy with the Amazon vest cramming it into my mailbox. You you want to go a little bit further? If they do it again, since my legal address is here, I will join you in that lawsuit because it affects my mail too. So I am. I'm, I'm. I was so angry because it's not like it was a small package. And it's not like this is the first time it's happened. And I don't understand what the point is of me having special instructions on Amazon and Amazon workers and not being able to follow that. Yep. And then Um, another thing you should also teach your Amazon workers that it's a federal offense to put something in somebody's mailbox. Unless they specifically request it, because there is an instruction to say leave in mailbox. Is there? Yes. I'm looking. I don't think there is. There is. I looked at it. Well, still, that shouldn't be allowed. That shouldn't even be an option. No, if you tell someone to do it, they can do it. I don't think it should even be allowed. That's, that's just my opinion. If the only people who are allowed to put stuff in your mailbox and take it out is the United States Postal Service can put it in. They also have a contract with UPS that certain items can be put in your mailbox. Uh, the only people who can take it out are the people who live in the house. Just saying. Same. Yeah, they're. I'm. Oh Ninety-nine percent sure there is an option in Amazon for special instructions to leave in mailbox. So even that is not legal because according to the USPS, the only thing allowed to, allowed to be delivered to a mailbox is USPS. And, and if you read a little bit the, further, in, it does say they have a contract. Re- yep. And I'm reading in here, the the USPS uh, makes it a point to let other delivery services know that that is a requirement. And yes. on top of that, U.S. postal workers, they have the right to take anything that's not marked with actual USPS postage out of the mailbox, apply postage, and send it back to the the sender and charge them here's the list front door back door side porch garage building reception mail room or property staff no preference Hmm. so even if you select mailbox mailbox. even if you were to select mailbox and they said it that it's it's still legal then there's access to the building so you can Mm. give them your security code or your car call box or key fob required for delivery, and then you can add more instructions. Right, well, so even though I know it's illegal and I thought it said mailbox, I'm guessing the people say, hey, deliver it in mailbox. 
would not be upset if someone left it in the mailbox. Probably no, not, but, but it's still but not. According to the USPS, they have the right to to actually take that out of your mailbox and send it back to the sender and charge the sender for postage. I'm just saying. I I was just pretty angry because I literally went on there and I said, hey, this is where I, I want it on my front porch. I even went in there because after they first did it the first time, I went in and it said, if you're unhappy where your package was delivered, update your instructions. And I'm like, smart, I'm going to do it. So every package should say front porch for this household under our Amazon account. I don't know. It just made me mad. They yeah, gave us $10. Uh, I don't know what the $10 too. did, but whatever. I think he was just trying to shut me up because I was really angry. But I probably should have just went to the point. It was like, you know what? Keep your $10. I'm just going to report this as a crime. I mean, you still can. Just because you took $10 doesn't negate the illegalness of it. Yeah. So yeah. You can still go to the Postmaster General and send them the photo and the, the camera and be like, look, this motherfucker right here just <laughs> shoves shit in our mailbox. Yeah, tampering with my mailbox. Anyways, angry. So if you are new and you wanted to learn something new, it is illegal to put something in somebody's mailbox. Yep. So if it is not your mailbox, do not put anything in <laughs> or take it out. Yep. And everybody, almost everybody in the United States right now has a camera on their door. Yep. And the, US, uh, the U.S. Postal Service has the right to confiscate non-postal mail yeah, that is so in a mailbox. If you're from the United States, you know why those people that drive around and put flyers on your shit put it between the flag on the mailbox and the mailbox. Yeah. Because they can't put it inside of it. Nope. Yep. <laughs> So, just something to learn. Anyways, after my rant, Jerry, did you watch I'm anything fucking... new? I did. <laughs> I watched some shit. I, I thought we were done with the shows. That's why I went to the no, Amazon. No, rant. you guys, you guys always Wednesday just fucking all kinds of shit. You guys always Kanye me. Like I'm gonna let you talk. I'm gonna let you talk. No, we watched the same show, so we were Jerry. like talking about it, and then we got off on Wednesday, and then I forgot to just bring in Jerry. Jerry, I don't hate Jews. Please don't compare me to Kanye again. I apologize. <laughs> that was that was that that, that was mean. I'm I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> I, I, I forgot quite, we're we're fond in, of the Jews. I, I, I was I, I was I, I was referring to a previous incarnation of Kanye, okay. not the current. Master no, no, he, douche. He was still master douche. He just wasn't as famous to get away with this shit yet. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think he was. I think he's just like that fucking crazy that he's literally a different person every other year. Probably. Anyways, well, I apologize so for calling you Kanye. <laughs> Jerry. Well, you watch Kanye West. <laughs> I did not, in fact, watch Conway. Con Conway. Con Dick Conway West. Twitty. <laughs> Conway Twitty. Whoa. <laughs> But uh, shit, what was I? Oh god, what did I watch now? Uh, I've successively watched Inside Out both seasons four times. Oh, what? Why? Because it's such a fucking good show. It's the show that's like a cross between Archer and Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. But why four times? Because it's that good, and it's like it's like each season is like eight episodes long, and the episodes are like thirty minutes. Okay. So it's Insert. not they're not like long. Insert Ryan Reynolds GIF, but why? Why? <laughs> Fuck. It's, it's it's just a great show. Um, I mean, it's got fucking Keanu Reeves and 
episode two of season two, for Christ's sake. But uh, anyways. What else? Uh, I uh, started watching a show. I think I'm watching it on Amazon Prime. It's either Amazon. Yeah, I think it's Amazon Prime. Uh, Mr. Robot. It's surprisingly really fucking good. There's like a, a handful of seasons too. Um, it's about a uh, uh, mentally ill hacker that works for like a major corporation in their uh, IT department. It's it's really good. Um, really uh, dark and show but i recommend it if you want to watch a uh like a, a hacker drama type thing that's not hollywood it's it's like realistic the hacking is more realistic than the, the shit that's in most movies Alrighty. like they they actually know what linux is but uh good show i think tony loves when they mess up stuff like that on tv Oh, oh yes, I absolutely I, love it. I, I I've actually been watching a lot of those uh, blah 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 expert or blah 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 reviews, whatever it is that they're you know, whatever it is they do in for a job, and they review like movies and shit that are based on it. Like hacker reviews, hacking and movies and TV shows stuff, or like uh, X marine reviews military movies and stuff like that been watching a lot of videos like that and that's actually why i ended up watching mr robot because it was on one of the hacker reviews hacking and in uh entertainment media and they commented that a lot of the shit in there is like was actual like as real as they could get without actually teaching you how to do it so, no, I, I made Tony watch a lot of NCIS and he's always yeah. like, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the, uh, the hacking in one of my favorite movies of all time, Hackers, where it's just the most ridiculous looking shit ever. He's but, like, uh, oh, yes, using two keyboards makes it go a lot faster. It wasn't two keyboards. It oh. was two people typing on the same keyboard at the same time. Oh, OK. That doesn't work. <laughs> God I mean, damn it. <laughs> Is All right, it I better guess I, or worse I, than the, the hacking website? There's there's a website that's... I can't remember what they actually... But if you, like, search for, like, fake hacking website or whatever, yeah. there's a website where you just smash the keys and it just puts out, like, fucking code on the screen like you're hacking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> hey, maybe fucking Hollywood should use it. Maybe At least it would look more fucking realistic. <laughs> True. But yeah, so <laughs> but, like I know you'll never watch it, Tony, but it's it's definitely seems like a show you would be you would enjoy. But uh then so is uh Inside Job, but you'll never watch that either. Um, what was I going to say? Tony sticks to the classics. Well, Inside Job is going to be a classic. He watches Rick and Morty. 
He watches watch Archer. I haven't watched them in years. I know. Like I don't even know what ep- I think the last season of Archer I watched was when Sam was on cocaine and got skinny. That's the last one I watched too. And um what's her name was a country star or whatever. Yes, that's the last one I watched too. Cheryl. Carol, Carol. Cheryl. Yeah. But uh so back to the YouTube stuff I've been watching. Like I watched a what a random video popped up. It was actually a uh retired Navy SEAL being entered like they were he was on it's like I think it's like Black Rifle Coffee is the channel that I follow because they do a lot of military um like movies, TV shows, game reviews with actual military personnel. But uh so they had um this guy who was actually one of the SEALs that rescued the actual Captain Phillips that the movie was based off of. He was actually one of the SEALs that was actually sent to rescue him on there to talk about the differences between the movie and what actually happened. Are we and supposed to know who Captain Phillips is? It's it's it was that movie starring uh Tom Hanks about the ship the cargo ship captain um when they get uh oh, the captured um, by Somali pirates. Captain Nil. Yeah, yeah. That okay. movie. It was based on an actual uh event. And they sent out the the Navy SEALs to rescue him. And this guy was actually one of the SEALs that rescued him. So and he was talking about why it. is Tom Hanks always in these like true movies that just like he was the he was apparently Captain Phillips, which I didn't yeah. know that was his name because I've never seen the movie. Yeah. Uh, he was the guy that landed in the airplane in the movie's um, called Flight. He was the guy that landed the airplane in the New York River. Yeah, it's called it Flight. Took off. The movie is called Flight. Is it the same movie? Yeah. No, no, the, the movie, the that movie you're talking about that landed the plane, that movie was called Flight, the movie that was based off that event that he started. Oh, well, why were you saying the movie's called Flight before I even explained what I was talking about? Because I knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, but the, the viewers, or the listeners, I guess, they're not viewing anything. <laughs> it's like an old fucking movie, shit. I actually uh, old? Uh, it's... Yeah, it is. That movie was like 2015. 2012. That's only three years difference. That's that's eleven years ago. Human people have evolved. What time in twenty twelve? It could be less than eleven years. It could be ten and a half. Are you? Hey, there's people born when that movie that came out that don't have fucking pubes yet. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Who started it? True. 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 That's true. I I don't know when in the year. Continue on your Tom Hanks. But anyway, so I watched this video and watched the differences. And like a lot of the, like a lot of the differences he pointed out between the movie and the actual event were all like little cosmetic things. So I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I'll, because I never watched the movie because I didn't have any interest in a freaking 
cargo ship being, you know, stolen by pirates. So, but I watched it. And God damn it, if it isn't a great fucking movie. Like, it's really fucking good. And it wasn't what I expected. Like, the actual, like, the... It wasn't, it was more about actual Captain Phillips and like the, the captain of the, the pirates, hmm. but it was a really good movie. And, uh, the, the ending really gets you in the feels and just proves my point in one of the early episodes of this glorious podcast that will never play in China. When I said <laughs> Tom Hanks is the greatest actor of our generation. Was that the, was only like six weeks ago. No, no, it was like one of the one of the first episodes. Name is that? No, Jerry, that was literally season two, episode one. Yeah, Jerry, that was literally six weeks ago. While you're looking that up, I'm also going to talk about someone that portrayed a perfect thing that we watched between podcast sessions, which is. Uh, Rami Malek's um, Freddie Mer- Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the dude that, that that's the dude that stars in uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, well, all I know is his Freddie Mercury. I watched videos and showed them to Robin of Armaid of real Freddie Mercury and Rami Malek, and they are identical. He makes the same moves, the same gestures. He does everything the same the fucking Freddy does. Oh, yeah. I, that that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Fuck yeah, it is. Um, I, there's a lot of work that people put in. And there's a lot of people that have egos that they try to expand upon apart. Rami Malek. He just, he was like, I'm going to be Freddie Mercury. And that's what he did. I, yep. He probably, he had to watch that farm aid performance. Oh my God. times. Yep. But he fucking nailed it. It is. The only difference is, is one guy is Freddie Mercury and the other guy is Rami Malek. Yep. And, he, and if he, you didn't know what either one of them looked like and you watched them, you'd be like, okay. I oh, guess yeah. that's Freddie Mercury, or I guess that's the movie. You honestly wouldn't know. All right, so Jerry, um, what happened six weeks ago? What was that podcast name? Did you look it up? Did you go to anchor.fm, click on episodes, and look up what season two, episode one was named? Just calm down. Did you do it? Did you? Did you? <laughs> so what's that episode name, Jerry? Shut up. Wait, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> oh, geez. And the silence. Yep. While Jerry looks. <laughs> My guess is Jerry's going to look it up and say, moving on. Moving on. 
You know how I know, Jerry? Because I fucking named the episode. He doesn't know what you're talking about. Speaking of which, once you're done with that, we got to have Dax with Jerry. I know. To end it. No, we no, we have more. Oh. We well, we have facts with Jerry, which I know what it's supposed to be. Yes. Well, yeah. moving on. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Jerry, right. you mentioned it earlier. I know you want to get into it. I do. Um, so let's go into the Wizard of the Coast in the leaked. The Dungeons agreement. and Dragons community is in an uproar. An uproar. And if. They're fucking so. All right, Jerry. I literally looked this up because you mentioned it more. Like I know I heard it secondhand, but I actually looked it up. Yeah. If this leaked document is true, uproar is deserved. But what we don't know is if the leaked document is true. So, all right. So yes, yes. But the like the thing that pisses before I get into the actual. That shit. The thing that pisses Wait, me off you the want me to, most. You want me to lay it out before you get pissed? No, 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 no. It's not that. No, no. No. I mean, do you want me to lay out what the actual? No, I'm gonna do that. But one thing that really fucking pisses me off is that so many people have just, without, just instantly, decided that this leaked document is 100% factual. And the actual thing that they've already put into place. There's so many people that literally think that it is 100% legit when we have no official words. So they're getting pissed off at people who have no control over it. We're talking like fucking Discord moderators are getting fucking lamb blasted over yes. this yes, thing that are. doesn't exist yet. For people that are unpaid and have no yeah, real are, affiliation yeah. with the company. And they're like, why won't you just say, why won't you just answer this question about it? Because there's no fucking answer. Because it's a fucking, it's it's an illegally leaked document that may or may not even be real. We have no information on it. <laughs> because okay. they, don't actually, they don't actually work for Wizards of the Coast. Anyways, so anyways. So, the rub is... This whatever 1.1 document. Well, all right. That's leaked. Uh, let me let me let me lay a even further foundation that right. you You're probably don't even know. Because I actually I I I like myself and the ogre who shall not be named and some other friends that you guys know, like Chris, we literally we watched as the original OGL was actually built when they released third edition Dungeons and Dragons. So Wizards of the Coast back then, they were the the people that ran it were very consumer pro-consumer. They wanted Dungeons and Dragons to be available to more people and to extend beyond what they could make as a company. So they created the open gaming license. And they based it off of um, like open source software licenses, but tailored so specifically for tabletop role playing games. It's free use with exceptions. Yes. Basically. So, yeah, what it does, it, it allows people to, um, to take um, OGC content, open gaming content, that's stuff that's designated as open gaming content, and use that 
for free in their own works, commercial, non-commercial, whatever, as long as they abided by the license terms. No, it didn't cost you anything. It was a, it was a, it's a truly open license for the, like the core foundation of Dungeons and Dragons rules. Yep. And that's awesome. They even released a document of all the, the foundational rules that actually, you know, describe them all so that it can, you could literally understand the rules as OGC. So you could literally copy and paste from the, the system reference document into your own works and use their verbiage from that document. So it literally created it. So, all right, what am I trying to say here? Before that time, uh, tabletop gaming, it was a very, very niche hobby not not a lot of people did it it was actually i mean it was pretty obscure too i mean i'm assuming you guys never played D at all before that right no see and a lot of a lot of people never played D because it was no, a very obscure thing i never played a tabletop yeah i played never winter nights which is basically D, but in video game form but i i yeah. never literally sat at a tabletop and interacted with friends doing my thing yeah so this allowed other com- uh, literal companies were built on supporting Dungeons and Dragons with third party content through the OGO. And <clears throat> even the, <clears throat> the the VP of Wizards of Coast at the time, Ryan Dancy, he was the one that actually spearheaded the creation of the whole thing. <clears throat> he he's no longer there. He hasn't worked there. I mean, this the OGL was like 23 years ago was when they created it 1.0 one yeah 1.0 a technically so did you just actually me on 1.0 a no i was just putting in there because it is like legally it's referred to as 1.0 a because that's actually what the the license is called so you actually i did actually yeah i i I actually do actually god damn it um so it literally created an industry around Dungeons and Dragons and the, the hobby itself expanded a lot. Um, now one thing a lot of people aren't aware of is the popularity of Dungeons and Dragons right now, um, has to do with two things. One name recognition because Dungeons and Dragons, I mean, even though majority of people never played it, Almost everyone has heard the name Dungeons and Dragons throughout the years. Good or bad publicity. Even if you don't play, and I'm not a big, I'm not into that, like, or I wasn't, but I knew what Dungeons and, I knew the name Dungeons and Dragons before I even played any games with it. Exactly. See, it it has name recognition. So that's one reason. The second reason is the OGL. Like all the, all these big, like, all right, Critical Role is without a doubt, they played a massive part in the current um, popularity of Dungeons and Dragons. No doubt. I mean, anyone who doesn't understand that is lying to themselves. Um, what if they just didn't know that? Like, well, then they're, they're, they don't know they're lying to themselves. Well, I didn't know that. I wasn't oh. part of it. Well, I mean, all right, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's It's... They were fundamental in 
the current popularity of D and D. It's 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 been streamed for for years. Um, it didn't blow up until they did, basically, and it's because of who they are. Mm-hmm. They're all famous voice actors. But anyways, back to the past. So their game, they actually they their entire game started um, as a Pathfinder game. And what Pathfinder is, it's a it's by another company called Paizo Press. Um, it's literally a game entirely built off the OGC. It's D and D with the the uh, serial numbers filed off. Essentially, it's built entirely from the basic core rules. Um, and it came about back in when Wizards tried to release Fourth Edition, which drastically changed the rules from what third edition was when third edition was a popular edition okay and no one liked the direction they went with fourth edition because they essentially tried to uh mmo the game so like your character instead of so instead of like a a warrior having just weapons and attacking or a wizard having a spell book each class had its own set of abilities that you picked when you leveled up, kind of like an MMO. Oh, wow. Yeah. No one liked it. Very few people played it. The majority of the D&D player base stuck with 3.0. And then Piazzo ended up making a branch off of 3.0 using the OGC and made Pathfinder, which was the alternative a lot of people went if they didn't stay with third edition D&D. And Pathfinder's been gone for like over 20 years on the license. And there, oh. there's there's other companies too that have literally built, they're entirely built on releasing OGL content. Okay. So that's all to preface what um, Wizards 1. is doing 1. now. Yes. Um, I also want to note that when the original OGL came out, they had an actual FAQ, FAQ on the official website that talked about points of it. And one of the points was, one of the questions was, can this license be revoked in the future? And Wizards of the Coast 23 years ago literally said, this license is not revocable. It is intended to make the core of D&D open and available to everyone. That was their own words on their own goddamn website. Until. Which they were removed like, you know, 15 years ago when they completely resigned their site. But now, so we don't have any, there's no official release or word on this at all. No, it's It's a leak. It's a leak. But it looks official. It does look official. But, uh. So there's a leaked version of uh, Open Gaming License 1.1 that updates the Open Gaming License to 1.1, and there's verbiage in there saying that 1.0a is no longer authorized. That's specifically what it says. Now, the original work, it does not say it's irrevocable in the actual license, in the original 1.0a license. It says a perpetual license that allows you to use any authorized version 
of this license to produce work using OGC content. That's what it says. So this new license says that license is no longer authorized. Oh, geez. Now, a lot of, there's been a lot of people weighing in on it saying, oh, they'll be fine using 1.0. They just don't have to sign on to 1.1. They can just keep using 1.0A. However, according to, act, like, there's, 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 there's a pretty big uh, lawyer in the D&D commuter, community, commuter, community called My Lawyer Friend is his online handle. His, guy, his name is Noah Downs. He actually specializes in tabletop and digital gaming intellectual property. That's cool. And so he's got a breakdown of some things in here. Of, of what the license, like he literally breaks down what the license is saying. And one of the scary things is that original license, because it says perpetual and not irrevocable. If it doesn't, any, any license, any work that, that, uh, so basically a license can be revocable or evocable naturally. However, if the license does not actually say one of those things it's considered to default to revocable by the copyright holder which is wizards of the coast so if they say it's unauthorized they are able to revoke the 1.0 that's one bad part that's one bad part that's which wouldn't be bad if 1.1 wasn't a very closed non-open gaming in very malicious license again rumored this is a leak yes it's yes no this, way is leak. This, this is not official it looks official but it's a leak it is a leak um so this this new license not only does it force them to publish under only 1.1 because they can't use 1.0 if they accept it it at 50 thousand what was it? No, seventy-five thousand like, or seven hundred and fifty thousand. No, I'm not. I'm not there yet. Uh, oh. At it's at five thousand revenue. You have to report and provide a copy of your work to Wizards of the Coast before sale selling. Uh, if if you're making it, so they have to track it, and you have to do that annually. <laughs> um, you you act, all work has to be. You have to submit like what the, you have to tell them what you're working on regardless if you use this license. But if you make at least 5,000 annually, you also have to provide them a copy. Now, are you, are you going to talk about bad point number two there? I, I'm getting to it at, uh, um, $750,000 of, uh, now mind you, this is, overall revenue this is not after your expenses the revenue if this is gross this is yes exactly you're required to pay them 25 percent of gross for every dollar over seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars they make right, in so a year. just so people understand yes, revenue please. is how much money you bring in gross yep. revenue is how much money you bring in minus the cost of the actual product yep so net revenue is how much you bring in minus the cost of the actual product plus costs. So like if you sell if you sell graphics cards, your revenue 
is fifteen hundred dollars for a forty ninety. Your gross revenue is fifteen hundred dollars minus whatever Nvidia charges you for the GPU chip mm-hmm. and all that crap. Net revenue is what you actually bring home, like profit. So it's not even profit. So you could literally make a D and D module and lose, lose money. money on it and still have to pay them 25% of what you, what you actually brought in, brought in. That's yep. crazy. So an example, if your product, so let's say, and so it's, that is terrible. I mean, 25% is ridiculous in any market, but uh, it's, I mean, Apple so, takes 30. Well, that's, 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 that's different. They're actually providing you something. I mean, they're you providing the rule set. They're, well, the thing is, they're, they've already given us the rule set. They're rolling back that and saying, you can't do that anymore. Now you got to do this on something that was meant to be perpetual. But it never said perpetual. <laughs> but, it, but it never actually said perpetual. So, I, um, so like an example. Oh, God damn. I had to cough. All right. So on one hand, that that, that is terrible. No no matter what. That is fucking shitty. Yeah, it's so terrible. Especially after 23 years. So I but mean, all you it's need not, to know is literally you could be losing money providing a service to your fans and have to pay them 25% of the quote unquote what they call gross profit, even though it's not a profit. Yep. So you could lose money and then have to pay them more money to lose money. Right. What, what, I've, what I've been trying to say is it's also not as bad as all these fucks on Twitter are making out to be. Because this, yet again, leaked document, not, not actual official. It, it does actually say uh, the, the royalties are only on money above that threshold. So if you make... Seven hundred and fifty thousand and one dollar. You only pay royalties on that one dollar. Yeah, I mean it's like so a tax it, bracket. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's still shitty because I mean for one, uh, Wizards of the Coast, not Hasbro, their parent company, Wizards of the Coast, made what three point five billion dollars last year, so they don't need the fucking money at all. They're doing more than fine. They're also, their income is already a third of the entire fucking tabletop marketplace. So they're not hurting at all. So that's why I call it vindictive. They're literally just trying to. You going to talk about the worst thing? uh, Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Are you? (laughs) I am. I am. But like, like Tony said, um, the way the, what they're actually putting, taking the percentage from is your overall so like say let's hypothetically a hundred dollars <throat> they're taking 25 that hundred dollars leaving you 75 dollars if it costs you 50 dollars to produce the hundred dollar content then now you're down to 25 dollars of income and then you also have to pay for wherever you're selling it the hosting fees so that could eat away at the rest of your money. 
if you're or doing it on crowdfunding, you're, you're even worse off because there's another hand in there. Or if you're paying employees to actually exactly. come up with content. Exactly. <clears throat> and they, they did make a concession for uh, crowdfunding, specifically Kickstarter. It's only 20%. Oh, what benevolent lords they are. And, and that is actually one of the scary parts because the actual COO of Kickstarter did confirm that they negotiated them down for Kickstarter. So there's at least a little bit of truth in the OGL, even if this one isn't actually official. I'm going to have thoughts on this after we're done, but I'm going to just... All right. So, and this, all right, this is the absolute worst part of the entire fucking thing. And it's why I am fully expecting some of the, like, the, the, the biggest um, third party publishers to band together and sue Wizards of the Coast if this is actually in there is. By agreeing to 1.1, you authorize perpetually, irrevocably, to allow Wizards of the Coast to do whatever they fucking want with your anything you publish under it. They can take your fucking book, publish it themselves, and not pay you a fucking dime. And make money off of it. And make yep. money off it. There's the, there's the bomb. That, yes. So... My opinion and opinion of quite a few lawyers that have weighed in on it, even though they can legally do what this license says, they they still think that the the big third party um, companies actually have a case against them because um, the initial intent of the license is it's out there. It was on their own site. Not not only that, but Ryan Dancy has a, the guy who created it and used to be the VP of Wizards of the Coast has gone on record saying that recently that the same thing and he's willing to testify on behalf of third party publishers. This is a guy that created the entire OGL itself. Okay, um, so they're basically pulling a Nintendo. When are they going to crack down on people like Critical Role making money off of just streaming? their content even though they're not creating new rule sets or new stories or whatever oh they they can nintendo takes videos down all the time that's for... that, that's different that's 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 actually different because i know it's different but when when are they gonna do that they can't nintendo they gets away with it that's 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 completely different because you're actually showing nintendo's work on on streams on a D&D live stream there the things that are being shown there are not actual things that are copyrightable they're not showing the 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 text from the rule books they're showing um character sheets that aren't even based on the official character sheets they're custom ones that just have numbers and shit and they can't they can't do anything about their their uh their actual games because they're using a setting that they own and the rules themselves, so one thing that is against Wizards of the Coast here is they can't actually 
they they can't actually copyright the rules specifically themselves. They can only copyright the expression of those rules, which is why they created the system reference document, which is an expression of those rules that people can use with the OGL. So, so like hearing hearing about OGL 1.1, assuming it's real, mm-hmm. which we're assuming it is, and I'll have my my thoughts on that later. Are you really going to put it past them to try to profit off of really popular streamers making money off of their game? They can't. They're, they they have can't. no basis. They, they have no basis. Are you going to put it past them? Considering what you've read in this leaked document. I, I think they know that they can't. And there's, there's, they have, there, I mean, there's literally no um, argument that they can make towards the streams themselves. That's why they're going after the, the actual produced content. Because, so what, you, what a lot of people don't know is Critical Role makes a lot of money off of their OGL books as well. They have Matt Mercer has a ton of shit on the DMs Guild, which is a, an online store for third-party Dungeons and Dragons support material. Um, they have uh, their uh, Teladori uh, setting source book, which actually sells sold a shitload a load of copies. That one will be affected by the OGL. Um, they do have. They they do have, you know, a wild amount source book that's based on one of the continents in the world, but that was actually in partnership with Wizards of the Coast, so that wouldn't be affected. But another thing it does affect, they've cracked down on how OGL content has, can be used. It's not as bad as the fucking, they literally get to do whatever they want with your shit if you publish it. But uh, they've also... The new OGL one restricts what OGC content can actually be used for, specifically to uh, game rule books, both physical and PDF. But like the digital, like PDFs and stuff, have to be static digital products. So no, no video games, no interactive software. So. If if they release this and revoke the OGL 10A, it's also going to affect the majority of the virtual tabletops out there. They will not be able to support or host Dungeons and Dragons material. So like uh, the Foundry VTT that I use when I run games for us, they won't be allowed to host D&D material or provide it to people who use their BTT anymore. I assuming unless they pay. Unless they pay. Yeah. Like, uh, like roll D 20 and fantasy grounds, two other VTTs. They actually already have con. They have licenses directly with wizards. So that's another shitty thing. But, uh, yeah. And so one of two things is going to happen. If this is a real license and they actually release this, um, it's either going to kill off all the big third-party support or they're going to get sued, which I think they have a good case because doing this after 23 years does not 
does not look good for them at all. Making this much of a change to a thir- like a 23-year-old license that literally gave rise to an entire industry does not look good for them. Because it, it <coughs> I mean, if I were a judge, I would see it as them trying to eliminate their competition, which is what they're doing. Because Paseo Press is the second largest tabletop publisher in right behind Wizards of the Coast. And their entire business is built on the OGL 1.0. Hey, is it a time for what my opinion is? I think it's going to happen, or you um, got another one? Not yet, but so my opinion on what's going to happen, though, is I don't think I, I don't think the license that was leaked is the actual license that they're pushing, or they've already started changing it into something something less fucking vicious. Because the original, they they already contacted like the big publishers, and <clears throat> had NDA meetings with them about the changes, um, like late late last year, and the OGL one point one was supposed to actually be released publicly on the fourth, and it was supposed to go into effect on the thirteenth, but that's not happening. So I think I I think they they scrapped it and they're going back and writing another one myself but let's see what's your opinion tony my opinion is they put up the most i'm guess i am my opinion is wizard of the coast leaked this themselves that they put out the most ridiculous thing ever to fire everyone up and then they're gonna roll back on the worst parts of it but they're still going to fuck over a lot of people. And then people are going to be like, okay, that's not so bad. That's my opinion. Yeah, so uh, there's still going to be some concessions and there's still going to be people mad, but they're going to be like, oh, it's not as bad as the leaks. And that's what my opinion is of what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I don't disagree they 100% leaked this themselves. But I also think that I think Wizards of the Coast doesn't really have anything to do with this whole thing. I think it's Hasbro pushing it on them because uh, there's there was a in Hasbro's last um, earnings meeting, they actually mentioned that uh, Dungeons and Dragons has a massive fan base and a loyal fan base, but it is completely under monetized. Was the exact words Hasbro used. So I, I think Hasbro is pushing it on them. And I think if the document is real, I think it's a document that Hasbro wrote. And I think what's happening now is the the actual people, at the, the employees of Wizards of the Coast are like, fuck, no, we can't do this. We need to do something else. And I think that's what's happening right now is their Hasbro is probably negotiating with the actual employees at Wizards of the Coast over this. That's my opinion on what's going on, not necessarily what would happen. But I also, on the same token, I think Hasbro's too fucking stupid to release something like that on purpose to to get it down. But I don't know. I mean, this is the same fucking company that literally hired another company to make 
five e-based games off of their other properties when they own Wizards of the Coast who actually make 5e. Did you know that? There's a there's a, a Transformers tabletop role-playing game, a Power Rangers tabletop role-playing game, a G.I. Joe tabletop role-playing game. All of them are based on Dungeons & Dragons rules. All of them are made by a third-party company that Hasbro hired. <laughs> They paid someone else to make a game that they could have made better internally. So Hasbro is fucking stupid. I think they're, they're, they're ruining. I think they're the ones ruining Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not going to disagree with you. But anyways. But I am going to just interject. That how long did we say that Activision was ruining Destiny with Eververse and all that crap? And then Activision went away and Bungie still did the same shit. Like I said, I'm not saying you're wrong. No, no, you're, you're, you're I'm, right. I'm just, you're right. I'm just interjecting a fact that we already <clears throat> know. That yep, you're right. Companies that make good products can be greedy assholes. That, that's true. I mean, technically, uh, what, November, I think? Maybe October, the, the head of uh, Wizards of the Coast uh, retired and... They were replaced by a, a guy that used to work for Microsoft under fucking online monetization. Is it the so, guy that made Office 365? Because if it is, fuck I, I don't guy. think it. I, I don't think it was. He was more. Um, Did he work for Bing? Because that's even worse. No, I think he worked in. I think he actually worked for for uh, Xbox. Oh. <laughs> and was involved in like. Uh, like all the microtransaction stuff. So like the, the, the fucking microtransactions and like Halo and Gears of War. All right. So November to now is definitely not enough time for this document to come out and be this legal eased. So yeah. I, I can't blame it on this guy. Yeah. Um, he might've changed some wording to a document that was about to come out. Um, like, even if this said 25% of your net profit. Well, 25% is just, it's, it's just a terrible number. It's not. I mean, but even if it was net profit, you're still keeping 75% of the actual money you're bringing in. Yeah. That's, that's, that is 2,000 times better than gross profit. Yeah, yeah, I and agree. And then adding on I mean, the we can sell your work for ourselves and make money off of it, and there's not shit you can do. Yep. So I think I, I think a lot of people are getting hung up on that fucking that uh the shitty royalty part of it, and too much because I mean seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year on third party D and D that's a lot of fucking money, and the royalties only kick in on the amount you make after that. So like I said, if you make $1 over that, you're only paying 25 cents in royalties. It's yeah, still but, fucking shitty. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a unrealistic percentage, but at least they're not taxing you on the fucking whole fucking amount. Like yeah, but the other companies. The but, problem is say you make $750,000 or $750,001. Mm -hmm. So you give them 25 cents. 
But then they take your work. Uh, yeah, and, and they, they sell they, it they for five hundred thousand dollars, and yep. you only make two hundred fifty thousand. Now you're not paying that twenty five cents, but they're making five hundred grand off of it. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the problem. Yep, and and it's like a lot of a, a lot of a lot of licenses have something similar to that. You know, the yeah, non perpetual thing, it's, but it's, it's not, not off a it's, gross profit. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the what they can do with your work. A lot no. of licenses have something like that, but it's not as fucking what is it, overreaching as the one in this 1.1 document. Like a lot of them have something in there along the lines of you allow us to distribute this, blah blah blah, because um, they distribute it through you. You in the end still credit yeah no yep now so like i think one of the one of the things that in this that might also be somewhat valid is the uh because it, it specifically mentions you know virtual tabletops so i think they are trying to cut out some of them because 2024 they're releasing their own virtual tabletop that D and D Beyond and all their shit is going to tie directly into, which is fine if they want to, but beat the so, competition. Don't try to stifle yeah. them out with bullshit fucking but, yeah. Rules. And like another thing that pisses me off about the fucking D and D community, like I mean, they have every right to be angry about this leak if it's true, especially, but. So many fucking idiots are like, "God oh, damn, they're gonna have a monopoly." It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> you can't monopolize your own fucking IP. Yeah, and and not only that, but how hard would it be to just make a D and D clone and call it whatever the fuck See, you that, want? That's the thing. A monopoly would require them to own the market, and they do not. I I could literally right now take Wizards of the Coast Five E rulebook. <laughs> change three things in it and make it fucking Tony of the coast. Well, because it, you'd have to do more than that. I mean, but I mean, Tony of the coast. You, you can't, on, on a, you on would a have technical to level. I could literally clone D and D five E make it my own and release it free. You could, you could, you would have to, you would have to rewrite every single word or uh, rule in your own um, expression though. Every fuck, everything would have to be in your own expression. I'll just get chat BPT to do it for me. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> right. Hey, chat GPT, write out the D&D 5E rule Actually, set in my that, own words. That is going to be illegal, too. They're, uh, they're actually <gasps> starting to, there's some movement on uh, unauthorized use of things in AI going on. Right now, well, did you Spurred hear by about the, the art? Did, did you hear about the shit on Reddit? I, Where, I I try and stay off Reddit. Well, there was a moderator on Reddit slash r slash art. Yeah, that banned a guy and said that his drawing, painting, whatever, was generated by AI, and they banned the guy. And he literally yeah. came back with facts. And showed him everything that proved that he actually drew this cover art. I guess it's for a book or something. Yeah. And the moderator said, 
well, it looks like AI to me. Maybe you should change your style and then ban him permanently. Oh, oh man, that if any, if I, if I even heard someone say that to someone else in my vicinity, I would punch them in the fucking face. That is fucking. Oh God. Yeah, change your style because it looks like AI art to me. That, you know what? Anything, literally anything, could look like AR to me because I don't know what fucking AR AI art looks like. A real art. Yeah, it does. How it, do it, we it, know that the AI art that Mod saw wasn't generated off of that guy's real art? Because yeah, we talked exactly. about that last week. Exactly. Yeah, but they permanently banned him. It's actually a big story now. It was actually on um, oh, what's that fucking website? I forget, but it's on, it's like Vice. Is it Vice? But yeah, there's an, and they reached out to the moderators and they basically said we made a mistake, but they didn't <laughs> unban the guy. Because didn't this even moderator un- has a stick up his ass and he can't be proved wrong. They didn't unban the guy. So he posted it in our slash drawing and apparently got pretty positive stuff there. Yeah, so if you're an artist, don't go to Reddit because you'll get banned because your art may look like AI-generated art, even though the AI-generated art was probably based off your own real fucking art. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's, that's, the, that's the shitty thing about the AI art. It's like, it's... It's literally against copyright what a lot of these people making the AI art generating bots are doing because they're literally they're training them on other people's work with no permission whatsoever and it's like copyright law it doesn't protect the like the thing itself so like like a tree you can't copyright a tree but if you sit there and paint a picture of that tree you own that it's 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 considered an expression of that tree and you own that expression of that tree. So like someone else could paint that same tree and they would own that expression of that tree because it's their expression. That's what copyright law actually um, protects is the expression of the thing, not the thing itself. It's, you know, and these AI art bots are being trained on the work of all these artists by using, taking their expression the way they express, you know, their artistic vision and it's being trained on these without any permission whatsoever. So like they're literally using other people's expression in these, the, the art generated by AI. You know what? Now, I, I'm not against AI art. Exactly. I'm, at all. I, was about I think to interject it's, that it's, I wouldn't it's, even care if it was a personal project. Where you're yeah. doing something, but to release yeah. it to everyone, it, where you can yeah. type in, do this in the style of whoever, that yep. is where shit's that, getting fucked. Yeah, that's where it's. Yeah, exactly. That's where it's breaking laws. Um, of course, it'll take forever for our fucking government to catch up to that legally. They but don't uh, even they don't even know what fucking technology is. Yeah, they don't. That's why we need fucking younger people and government not these old fucks that have been there forever and don't know what and don't even know how the world works right now but uh, like what's an ipad yeah so like i i i I think dad 
a fucking flip phone. Yeah. Like there there's there's shit tons of artists out there that consider AI like the doom of all human artists, but I don't. I think it's a great fucking tool. Like the AI I I even I have a mid journey. Um I subscribe just like the smallest tier to get mid journey credits to generate um things like art and shit. And I think it's a great tool because so like tech technology shouldn't replace things. It should just make it make things easier for us to do. That's my opinion. Yeah. So like when I was talking about chat GPT, was it last week or the week before or whatever? Yeah. You use it as like you said, as an enhancement. Yeah. So like say you want to write whatever you want to write a poem about whatever yeah you tell it to hey write a poem you don't just take what it spits out and make that your own you take what it spits out as an idea and yeah you, and you use it and to, you to, use it as to, to, to base your own work off yes exactly yeah exactly like for instance like music i use ai um to mix and master all the all of my music like the cross-cutting technology stuff I mean, I make it all myself, the music, I write it, record it, all that stuff myself. But when I mix and master it, I can, I can sit there and I can mix and master it by hand the entire way. It'll take a while because good mixing and mastering takes a while. Um, but I, uh, I, I own Isotope's um, production suite, which has, um, it's got a mixing, a, it's got a mixing tool called Neutron that uses AI to, to basically mix your recordings. Um, it, it mixes them, it uses AI, it analyzes them, it makes the best mix it can out of, you know, the individual tracks or whatever. And I also use Ozone Mastering, which is also an AI that analyzes the, the audio and makes the, the best master based off the criteria you give it. I don't use that on its own. I use that to get most of the most of the way there. Yeah, most of like the tedious stuff out of the way. Like it it goes through and the easy shit the AI can figure yeah, out. The, exactly. The easy shit that takes the longest the AI handles for me and then I go in and I make the final tweaks to get it exactly the way I need it. And then that's the release version. Same thing with AI. AI, especially like right now, the way it's art, art AI is working, it's perfect for an artist that you, you is trying idea. to work on something but needs ideas. You can literally just sit there and have it spit out ideas. You find one you like, and then you can just take that idea and make, make a work it, based you, off make it. Make it your own. Exactly. So like, say I want to draw a polar bear riding a <laughs> unicycle with a party hat. I put that into AI. I get some ideas of what I think looks cool. And then I actually make the thing the way I want it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, just full disclosure, I use um, Isotope and Ozone and Neutron yep. and all that to um, yep. edit this podcast. Yeah. So, I, I had you buy the, the Express versions, didn't I? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's the same AI that I use. The only difference between version you have and the pro version i have is i have access to all the stuff behind the scenes that it's doing that i can go in and make 
you know, macro, minor, like the micro changes to. Yeah, mine just does the thing and I see the result. I yeah. I can edit it, but I can't edit it on a like hertz I, by hertz frequency or anything I, like that, well, you know. Technically you can, you just don't have access to all the functions that I do. Well, I'm you, like you can with do basic my express version, I probably can't, but Yeah, the express version you have you have some access to to tweak it. Just not as much as I would, because, like, I have control over every single aspect of the sound if I want to. But, yeah, and it does well. It does really well, especially for a podcast where you don't need to make a lot of tweaks. You just need it to sound good. I just need the voices to be clear, the background to be quiet. Yep. And it to be, you know, punchy when people are, you know... Being punchy, you know? Exactly, exactly. And it's like, it, it, it means you can make a quality product in less time because you don't have to do the fucking tedious bullshit. It means I can take a two-hour recording and do it in about 30 to 45 minutes because I don't have to, first of all, I don't have to listen to every single word. Exactly. And every fucking working artist should embrace that because it's just going to make their art easier to make for them. It's, it's a tool, not a replacement. That's my opinion. In the right hands. Yeah. Yeah. In the wrong hands, it can be a replacement and that's what's scary and what people aren't happy about. Yeah. Cause you know, there's some else asshole out there right now at Amazon or chase or bank of America well, it's there's like, already someone that won an art contest guy. using AI art. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, yeah. Why are we going to pay this asshole whatever his fee is to make said thing when I could just ask the AI art to do the thing and then we just pick the best one and it's unique because every time you put the things in, it generates something new. So who's going to fucking know? Exactly, exactly. And we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Um, we need to get on with the weird facts with Jerry. I've heard there's a special segment this week that's playing off of last week. Oh, were we doing that this week or pushing we, it? We're doing it. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to do this and then we'll wrap it up. This is, this is a fucking long one. Yeah. Robin's been quiet for a while because we bitched about Wizard of the Coast and AI. All right. I think, I think she needs some weird facts with Jerry time. Do you need some weird facts with Jerry, Robin? I'm playing a game on my phone, so go for it. Jesus fucking Christ, she's playing a game on... What's you playing, Robin? (laughs) June's Journey. June's Journey. Don't don't get her started on June's Journey. She's never talked about this in the gaming segment, and now I'm (laughs) I'm kind of mad because it's literally a game she plays every day. Are you fucking kidding? You lied to our fucking listeners, Robin. She has lied lied to our listeners. um, Well, we're on Mr. Clean. Yeah. We're on Mr. Clean. So, all right, since we talked about Mr. Clean last week, we've got some weird facts about Mr. Clean. I know one of them, and I laughed my ass off about (laughs) it. Did you know that a man named Linwood Burton created Mr. Clean for cleaning boats? What? Yeah. He was tired of all the toxic products that were used for cleaning boats, 
So he designed non-toxic one, non-toxic ones, and called them Mister Clean and gave them to his employees for safety. Smart. Yeah, hey, and he sold. Cool yeah, so that's actually a pretty cool thing. And then he sold the patent to Procter and Gamble in 1958. And then they probably fucked it. And that's the Mister Clean we know. They turned it into that, but as a baby. The Mr. Clean character was found cleaning a farmer's front steps. Did you know that? No. Yeah. There's a picture what? of a baby Mr. Clean cleaning <laughs> front steps. Was he bald? Well, yeah. He was. And he was wearing the fucking a baby sized version of the same white T-shirt he wears. And he has right. white eyebrows, too. And the same fucking he's got the earring. He's got the earring as a baby. Yes. They pierce the baby's ears. They do it all. I'm not going to say it. Gay baby. <laughs> Could be. Gay baby. Keep going. All right. Mr. Clean left home to learn everything he could about cleaning. Oh, my God. Not for himself, but for others. Because he loves cleaning messes, not making them. Now, like, did it say what age he was when he left home? Um. So, all right. According to this, he learned everything you could possibly learn about getting rid of grime and his curiosity led him to college to cave paintings of people sweeping to ship docks and to an older woman's kitchen to the side of a highway to a diner a mountain overlook and He learned to stand on one foot while holding a heavy bucket in each hand. What the fuck is this? Hey. All right. Well, there is an encyclopedia, which is a mythic book written by Mr. Clean. <laughs> Did you say a mythic book? A mythical book. Yeah, it's the encyclopedia. It's a chronicle of Mr. Clean's adventures and everything he's learned about cleaning. Nice. You should be able to buy this. How do you know you can't? I don't know. But, the, okay, according to this, there is actually an encyclopedia, but it's just a, a uh, biography of the company. Oh, okay. But, Main yeah. dude or Procter & Gamble? <laughs> Procter & Gamble. Oh, fuck them. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, it seems like that's their only claim to fame, really. But uh, so Mr. Clean made his cartoon debut in 1958. Uh huh. Did you know that? No, I didn't either. Was this before or after he left to have a war on grime? <laughs> um, I'm guessing. Bef- <laughs> I'm guessing after because he was an adult. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so Mr. Clean is like 150 years old and he looks like yeah. Whatever Mr. Clean looks like. Yeah. So, Vintage Mr. Clean commercial said you could use the product on diamond rings and dogs. Oh yeah, because I want to clean my dog with the same things I scrub diamonds with. Hey, yeah. it is non-toxic. And safe to use. And apparently the uh the commercial had a cartoon lady holding up a dog and a fishbowl. Oh my god. Oh yeah, because everyone cleans their fish. 
So apparently Mr. Clean may have been modeled after a Navy sailor. Yeah, we talked about this one last week. <laughs> Send all your Navy emails to requiemachine I, at gmail.com. No, that would be uh, send those to uh, buttons at squatchcloaktech.com. <laughs> he he will be uh, uh, handling all uh, my fan mail. <laughs> Did you know Mr. Clean has a first name? No. Guess what it is? Leopold. Is it no? Oscar? It's even better. It's veritably. Veritably clean. Yes. Veritably is a great degree. Yes, this is what it means. So yeah. Um, there was an actor who portrayed Mister Clean in a suit. Oh. And there is a YouTube fucking video that the I will John send Cena. you guys. It is not. It is black and white and old as fuck. And it is a bald man with a fucking huge fucking ring in his ear wearing a fucking suit. It was the late 50s, early 60s. Apparently, the actor's name is House Peters Jr. No idea. <laughs> he portrayed the grime fighting man in a suit. The grime fighting man. man in a suit. Apparently, some people believe Mr. Clean is a genie. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. They they claim it's because of his single earring, bald head, and he appears out of nowhere with arms crossed. Maybe genies modeled themselves after Mr. Clean. Exactly. Well, maybe Mr. All right, let's get into some lore here. Maybe Mr. Clean is just one type of genie. Maybe yeah. some grant wishes. Maybe some clean your shit. Hey. Fights grime. Well, my shit is grime, Jerry. He's a grime fighter. <laughs> a grime fighter. <laughs> or wait, if I what? shit in the toilet and leave a fucking skid mark on it, that motherfucker will come clean it. That's grime. He'll show up with his fucking arms crossed and his earring and be like, I got this grime. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the one. Next one, the European Parliament had a problem with Mr. Clean. The par European Parliament voted to change the way advertisers employ sexual stereotyping. And Mr. Clean was included in the report because they considered him a Muscular physique might imply that uh, only a strong man is powerful enough to tackle dirt. <laughs> Fucking European Parliament. And here's Tony's favorite one. Mr. Clean is a gay icon. Yes. Is that cited anywhere? Or are we just accepting it as fact? It's, so in February of 2000, there in... Salon. That was 23 years ago. Yeah, in Salon, the publication had an article that uh, referred to him as a gay icon because of his earrings, his biceps, his white t-shirt, or his tight white t-shirt, let's put that up, the painted on pants and shaved head and a wry expression. <laughs> What's this say? It, <clears throat> they even asked Mr. Clean's spokesperson, Damon Jones, if the character is gay. 
And his response was, we've been receiving questions like that for at least the past 10 years. We're not sure where it started. It could have to do with his earring or his attire, but we like to think Mr. Clean was just a man before his time. Gay! <laughs> yeah, does that kind of does scream? It does. Yeah, if you say a man before, man before his, his time, time. Yeah, that he, means that... He, yeah. was, he was in the closet back in the day, and now That's, he's not. If he's in the closet, that thing was fucking flowing out. Fucking spotless. He probably dry cleaned those clothes, too. Right? <laughs> oh, God, the next one just does not help. <clears throat> that the, the gay icon thing. Mr. Clean embraces sexual innuendos. Oh, wait, why would that even be a fact? <laughs> why, why would they come out and say that Mr. Clean embraces sexual innuendos? Oh my god, okay, apparently it's because of uh, there was a 2017 Super Bowl commercial that Procter & Gamble released for Mr. Clean. In the commercial, he's seen to be dancing for a woman while cleaning her home. And uh, what does it say? Mr. Clean proves he's got what it takes to satisfy your needs in every room of the house is what the fucking commercial states. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and there was also mentioned fair warning things get a little dirty <laughs> uh, actual super bowl commercial i need to look it up wait so mr clean is bi yeah he's, <laughs> he's not mr. gay he's, he's not gay he's <clears throat> he's lgbtq but he's not gay yeah <laughs> hey mr, Cle mr. clean did. don't care where it comes from mr clean just wants to get it what if Mr. Clean is non-binary? Could be. Whatever Mr. Clean is, he sticks his dick in anything he wants. Yep. Yeah, but if he's non-binary, does that mean he's bi? Because he's not, if he's non-binary, he's not male or female, so it's he not a, gay. Well, no, he was a man before his time. What if he wasn't a man at all? He was that, that a they. They already it's literally it. said he was a man before his time. But man that was a spokesman. What does Mr. Clean say? That's what I want to know. Mr. Clean, if you're listening and you're out there, get in touch. We want to interview you, Mr. Clean. All right, I'm going to ask Chet GPT if Mr. Clean's gay. <laughs> so, all right, here's the last one. Mr. Clean was a Honda spokesperson and on the cover of a magazine. Wait, Honda? In 97, Honda used Mr. Clean as a spokesperson for the Honda Accord. That's so weird. Yeah. And uh, but in 2010, he was on the cover of BizX magazine. I have no clue what that is, but. <clears throat> yeah. So, Mr. Clean. Man before his time. <laughs> and if you want your house clean, you need a big, strong man to do it. He, he, yeah, big, strong man to clean your house and fill all the holes. Um, Chat GPT says Mr. Clean's sexual orientation is not known. So he's, he's asexual? He's, <laughs> he's whatever the hell he wants to be. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to ask again in a different way. Let's, let's see what happens here. Ask if he's a gay icon. 
Oh, is Mr. Clean a gay icon? I could do that. Roxy. Is Mr. Clean a gay icon? All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. So I searched, is Mr. Clean gay on Google? And I found this from the greeting committee. Their opinion is Mr. Clean is neither gay, straight, nor bi. He is asexual because sex of any kind is just too dirty for him. His first love has always been cleaning. He can't even bear to be seen in anything but clean, perfectly white clothes. So it has been his whole life. Right. So he's. So. Chat B. Um, chat. GPT. Yeah. What does it say? I asked it, is Mr. Clean a gay icon? And this is a paragraph. It is not uncommon for people to consider Mr. Clean, the mascot for the cleaning product brand of the same name, to be a gay icon. Character known for his muscular physique and clean-cut appearance has been interpreted as a representative of the idealized male body and has been embraced by some members of the... LGBTQ plus community as a symbol of male beauty. However, it is important to note Mr. Clean is a fictional character and does not have a sexual orientation. The idea <laughs> that he is a gay icon is based on cultural interpretation and not a statement made by the brand or the character himself. There you have it, folks. Mr. Clean isn't real. Mr. So he can't be what? gay, straight, or anything. Literally from the AI bot. Fucking oh. hell. Ask the AI if it is gay. I want to know. The, ask the AI if it is gay? Yeah, I want to know. How I can wanna, they say he's a fictional character? He's so real. He was, he was in a suit. You're literally making me type into the thing that... <laughs> you don't have to. I was just joking. As an artificial intelligence, I do not have sexual preferences or orientation. I am programmed to assist you with tasks and answer questions to the best of my ability, regardless of the user's personal characteristics. My primary goal is to be helpful and provide accurate and useful information. Just like a good AI should. Yes. I'm going to ask it if it likes booba. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's literally the same thing. I can't really? do not have personal likes or dislikes. I'm not capable of enjoying or appreciating music or any other form of art. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, but just worded a little bit differently, saying that it doesn't like booba. So you're you're telling me that, that AI is smarter than the majority of the people on Twitter? Yes. I mean, because it understands it that it is not a real character and therefore cannot have a sexual preference yeah whereas all these fucking people are yeah all right all right well this was i have a... no problem with mr clean being gay by the way oh neither do i or straight mr clean can do whatever the fuck he wants in fact it's my opinion that he is and i have no I problem mean, with that i <laughs> mr clean could fuck a pineapple for all i care yep He's here to fight dirt and grime. Grime, oh, grime anyway, fighter. He's a grime fighter. Oh. And the EU outlawed him because 
he put it forth a stereotype that only a big muscular man could fight dirt. Right. Budweiser should uh, do a real men, men of genius on Mr. Clean. Oh, yeah. But Jesus, you're, you're dating yourself. <laughs> when was the last time the real men of geniuses commercials were a thing? I, I watched them on YouTube the other day. Because <laughs> those fucking things are great. Not only we like Budweiser. <laughs> well, I didn't talk for half that episode, but thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. If you, if you want us to, to look up weird facts of anything specific, send us an email. I don't know yeah. what her email is, though. Oh. No, she Band didn't. in China cast. Band in China cast. I seriously doubt we have anything. It's been nothing but spam. I don't know. We talked about gay people last week, so we could have all kinds of shit. We <laughs> <laughs> said to contact Jerry for that. No, no, I said not nope. to. But Band in China CAS, you won. We won an iPhone 14 Pro. Jesus oh shit! Christ. <laughs> we made a big time. We made it. <laughs> we we want an iPhone for doing our podcast. <laughs> confirmation Dude. code is I P H two one nine. If anyone wants it. Wait, why are you telling them they're gonna steal our iPhone? Because <laughs> I deleted the email. All right. Well, deleted. That's for any of you out there to get it. If you if you if if you seriously think you're gonna get an iPhone by using whatever that is. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, click don't on. listen to the rest of our podcast. Don't. That, yeah, that, just that is a joke. Subscribe from us. <laughs> yeah, just go to freeiphone.com. Disclaimer <laughs> that is spam. spam. That is not a legitimate thing. You're not going to get an iPhone. No. You might get something else that you don't want, though. Um, digital herpes. Digital herpes. Yes. All right. Well, this was a long one this week. Long one. We will see you guys next time. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Bye, Felicia. <laughs>